Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who are tired of people. That's, that's going to be the new slogan for the show. People who are tired of people. I don't. This seems like this is a week where everybody just started off being a dick and they just got dickier as the week went on. And it's only Tuesday. Uh-oh. I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. It has seemed like a long week, but. A very long week. because you got boomerang kids. Oh, my God. I, I was telling you this today. I not only now want school to go year-round, I want it to go seven days a week. Well, the problem is they schedule stupid teacher work days, and then there's, you know, Martin Luther King Day and other stuff that they tack on. Right. And that's this close to having come back from holiday. God, that's the problem. Our kids have been out of school for the past month. Our kids have been out of school more than they've been in school. And it's really starting to make me cranky because they don't. I don't have time to structure their day for them every day. Right. I don't have time to wake them up and Mm -hmm. say, you got to get out of fucking bed. You got to have some breakfast. Do this, do this, do this, because I still have to work. Right. They're supposed to be in school Mm -hmm. so I can do my work and then deal with them when they get home. And they just have gotten incredibly bitchy about not being, I mean, when they're not on their normal schedule, they get really cranky really fast and I'm done with it. I'm sorry. You should be. It's partly your fault. Because you had them. I don't blame the mom. It's okay. You had them. You had them. So this is episode number 668, Jerk Faces. That's very mature. You it sounds to... like Thing 3 probably titled that one. You don't have to like it. They're going to call us. We're going to call us. They can call or Google at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. So we've been trying to get Thing 2 into the doctor because mm-hmm. she's an anomaly. She's got a of lot course, of always a lot of weird, relatively minor issues that are starting to stack up. Right? She's right. Got, I mean, they seem unrelated, but I want to make sure that they're not But there's a lot related. Of them right there's she's got the headaches she's got she's tired all the time she got the issue with her she got little fucking bony nodules sticking up on one arm she got a problem with some of her joints and she got that weird immuno it's not really immune deficiency because when her immune system kicks in it just freaks the fuck out yeah and she has a tendency to have fungal infections right so she's got these all these weird problems and we just want to take her to the doctor and get her you know Head to toe, asses and elbows, the whole thing. Check right. it out. Mm-hmm. Just do whatever needs to be done. Well, it, here's the other thing. Uh, I want her to see her regular pediatrician. Because if you recall, if you've been a longtime listener, she got a burn on her hand last year. Right. And it progressively got nastier, turned into a rash, some sort of a systemic reaction. Right. And it was terrible. And I took her to several doctors who all were very dismissive. and were like, it looks fine to me. And And to be clear... The kid's hands look like she's the fucking elephant man. There, there were, her skin was overgrowing. It was all gnarled. Her hands didn't open all the way. There was no way that a doctor could look at that and go, that's fine. That's how it's supposed to look. Look at your own fucking hand, asshole. Does it look like this? Is it covered with weird lesions and growths and some kind of wart-like covering all over it? It is not. My right. daughter's hand also did not look like this two fucking days ago. Right. So please stop blowing us off. You douchebag. 
And so I wanted to take her to the regular pediatrician because she was the only one that was able to resolve the issue with the hand. Correct. And so I, I call on Tuesday and I say, look, um, I need to bring my daughter in for an appointment because she's got some issues. Right. We want them checked out because that's what we fucking pay you to do. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, well, we don't have any appointments today. Um, and I'm like, okay. When not, can not, I get her? I'm not calling about today. Just to be clear. I'm calling ahead just, of time. Yeah. Like a normal person would call to make an appointment. You don't call the day of. You call a few days before. You're like, Tuesday, I'm going to make an appointment for Friday. Right. I just like need to get idea. her in. Just, just get me in. Right. Just you know? let me know when you do have an appointment, you douchey little bitch. Mm-hmm. So right? this is Tuesday, and she's like, well, we don't have anything today. And I said, okay. Um, what kind of openings do you have for the rest of the week? And she says, oh, well, we're only taking appointments for today and tomorrow. Um, okay. okay. Do you have anything tomorrow? No. All right. Okay, fine. What am I supposed to do? Well, then you need to call back on Wednesday. Okay, I'll call back on Wednesday. So I call on Wednesday. Do they have any appointments available Wednesday? No. How about tomorrow? No. Okay, great. That's that's fabulous. Okay. So then I call Thursday. Can I get her in Friday? No, we only do all child checkups on Friday. Mother effer. So right. now a whole week has gone by. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to call on Monday. Right. And I'm going to try to get her in Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, that seems like a logical way to do it. Right. So I call on Monday and I, I say, is the doctor in today? No. Okay. Can you tell me when the doctor is in? The doctor's only in Thursday this week. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. So can I make an appointment for Thursday? No. no. I have to call back on Wednesday. To make an appointment for this kid. To try to make an appointment for Thursday. And if you don't get it, it's not happening this week. Because on Friday, the doctor doesn't work. You gotta go deal with some of those other douchebags in our fucking practice on Thursday. The people that we've already discussed are complete and utterly clueless. They don't care. They don't care. And I, I'm mostly disturbed because it's clear now that no doctors care. They don't give a shit. Right. So she's basically going to work one day this week. I can't make an appointment. I can do the crap she, but of course, all of her patients are going to try to call her right. and get in on right. Thursday, the one day that she's there. Right. The most irritating thing is nine o'clock Tuesday morning, which was today, I get a call from oh the doctor's office. This is what made me want to flip my shit, go down there and start punching people. Yeah, telling me that thing three is due for an appointment and I need to call and make an appointment this week. Huh? Yeah, guess what? I can't. I can't make a fucking <laughs> appointment, you assholes. Don't take away the ability to make an appointment and then keep your fucking robo spam calling me, telling me to make an appointment. It's not possible. You are assholes. Now, because of the way insurance is set up, we can't just dump the stupid bitch. We're stuck with this doctor. Well, I like her. She's the only one that listens. Guess to what? Me. I used to like her too until she decided that she was going to turn this into some kind of crazy ass fucking game and I was going to have to play guess a week, figure out when I was going to be able to get in. No, it's frustrating. I, and I talked to a friend of mine who has kids too. And he said, oh yeah, they're all doing this in Dallas now. Everybody's doing it. Because they got tired of people canceling appointments mm-hmm. and not showing up. Well, here's a tip. Charge people when they fucking cancel appointment. You've already got it set up to where you're, you're triple and quadruple booking motherfuckers, right? You, you go to a doctor's appointment and you have an appointment for 10 o'clock. I guarantee you there are three other people in that room with you who also have an appointment at 10 o'clock. 
right. to, to see the same doctor. You know why? Because your doctor is an asshole and decides that he needs to make $700,000 a year instead of $500,000 a year or, or whatever it is. Okay. Doctors are worried about malpractice. This is why you have malpractice because you're overworking yourself. You're overburdening your staff and you're making your patients lose their fucking minds. Well, here's my concern. I mean, now it's going to be yet another week before I can get her in. Right. Because it's not, it's just not going to get in at all this week. Right. So next week, you know, how long am I supposed to wait? I don't, I could take her to the after hours clinic, but again, I'm going to be talking to the same bozos exactly. that thought she looked fine before. Right. We don't have a primary care physician anymore because our doctor, who is our primary care physician, decided that she needed to fit in more patients. And in order to do that, she had to fuck the patients that she had. She might as well have just sent out an email and said, here's the deal. Fuck you guys. I'm so sorry that I'm fucking you in the ass with my giant black fist of death. Sorry. But that's the way it's going to be. It's just like when we had that dentist. I had a dentist. Everybody would love this dentist. Then one day, I go to see the dentist, and he goes, no, I moved offices. I go to his new office, and he goes, yeah, I don't accept your insurance anymore. Because mm-hmm. I have a new practice. See, I, I became partners with this new guy, so I got to dump all you people with insurance. Cash only. Yeah, it's not nice. The, and the doctors say they don't want nationalized health care because they're afraid of what it's going to do to them. Here's the tip. Keep this shit up, and everybody will want this shit nationalized, so we get some kind of fucking control back. No, because you're, you're waiting weeks anyway exactly they're like well you you don't want your health care rationed you just rationed it for me asshole you're gonna have office hours four hours a day three days a fucking week and you have to call in the morning and play fucking roulette with the doctor to see if you get an appointment and their answer is if something is wrong with you go see another doctor or go to the emergency room yeah, that's not guys. the right answer i'm trying not to clog up the emergency room with my non-emergency it's getting bad it's it's really truly ridiculous I don't know. I'm tempted to file some kind of complaint. There's got to be somebody you can complain to about doctors just turning shit into an assembly line. And fuck you. They don't care about the patient anymore. There's got to be somebody to complain to. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Uh, but, but I've never heard of anything. Even my car mechanic I can call and make a fucking appointment for. Ridiculous. A lotion man told police. I, I say it like lotion. That's how I'm going to say it. Laotian. A lotion man. Okay, a lotion man. Yeah. Go ahead. Told police he murdered his pregnant wife with an axe because he wanted the fetus to make a lucky charm, which might help him win the lottery. The 38-year-old was arrested a day after allegedly luring his wife, aged 24, into the forest of northeastern Zhangquang province on January 3rd and killing, worth, killing her with an axe blow to the back, the Vietnamese Times reported, or the Vietnam. <laughs> Just stop trying. Police told the state-linked newspaper that the man confessed he planned to use the three-month-old fetus to produce a Lauk Lord, a mystical object, which, according to local legend, can give its owner great power and fortune. Boo. Hmm. I think we can somehow judge a culture based on some legends like this, right? Like, if you go back to the lore of my people, I don't think you're ever going to find a cut open your wife, rip the fetus out, and make a lucky charm out of it legend. You know what I'm saying? We got, a, we got a lot of crazy shit, but hit your wife in the back with an axe, take the baby, turn it into a lucky charm. I don't see that very often. Plus, mm-hmm. a fetus isn't a very good lucky charm, unless it was really early along, then you got to really root around in there and find, make sure you got it. You know what I'm saying? You don't have just some scrap of something left around. Yuck. It, it's, it won't hang off your keychain. What kind of lucky charm is that? I mean, what else could he have used to make a lucky charm? Like a rabbit's foot? Seems much simpler. Somebody else's baby? Stop! <laughs> 
How about no human fetus at all? How about that? Well, fetuses don't really do much. You might as well get some use out of them. Maybe right? he could have carved one out of a piece of wood. <laughs> Maybe he I could have dried a rat or something. I don't think magic is really powerful if you carve it out of a piece of wood. It doesn't seem as potent. I, I got to give the guy credit for going for the gusto. He just goes straight to the top. One day he just wakes up and goes, I need to win the lottery. And the best way to do that, fetus charm. Done. It's amazing what people will do for money. Don't you think if, you, okay, let's say if I was getting to the point where I started thinking that a fetus charm was going to be a good idea, mm -hmm. right? And to be clear, I'm nowhere near that point now. But let's say I started getting close to the point where I was thinking, hmm, all I need to make my day complete is a fetus charm. Don't you think you'd start to notice I was getting a little off? I, there's I there's got to so. be warning signs, right? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he wasn't like haunting the internet with his bizarre searches. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Right? He's like in the forest somewhere. <laughs> I understand. But don't you think as a wife, you'd look over your husband and go, something is up with that guy. <laughs> I'm not going to the woods today. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not blaming the victim here, but it, it, I'm always surprised when people, because, okay, I had a friend when I was in high school that went crazy, right? And, and I mean, literally went crazy. And everybody, everybody that went to my school knew he was fucking crazy well before he got sent away, right? Mm -hmm. So how was it you can live with somebody and not realize they're- Maybe he kept it to himself. Really? Yes. I, I think, like I said, I think there's steps along the way, right? Like you don't start off with, I, I need a baby to make a good luck charm. You start off with, I can only take a shower every 16th Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Little weird well, behaviors maybe, will start yeah. creeping but up. But maybe he was already like that when she met him. Who knows? Well, you don't marry that guy. <laughs> I know, but it's not the same culture. I don't know. Like I said, it's, you know, things that people will do for money. Reminds me of the crappiest movie we ever saw. Oh, Jesus. Well, no, okay, I, I will say it's the crappiest I, movie we ever saw. It's, it's the crappiest movie I ever stumbled on and voluntarily watched. It's the crappiest movie we Because I thought I wanted to see it. We ever finished watching. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying we did not see all of this movie. Right, we we, only, the saw the last, we only saw the last hour and a half. We missed the first 15 or 20 minutes. But I've seen that first 15, 20 minutes in the commercials. So I don't feel like it's a surprise. Right. So it's called The Box, and it's based on an uh, old Twilight Zone episode. It has Cameron Diaz in it. Whom I'm beginning to realize that she is the mark of a truly shitty movie. If Cameron it's, Diaz I'm is in skeptical a, at best, I'll If say. she is in a movie, that movie is going to be shitty. I don't know when it happened, but it happened. So the, the whole story is this, this creepy old dude. Uh, and who is it? Who is the guy? I don't know. Franklin Jolla. Does it matter? Yeah, Franklin Jolla. That's who he is. He he shows up and he's got this fucking crazy ass scar on the side of his face, like half his jaws missing, and it's all truly jacked up. Where if you saw this guy knock on your door, you would not open the door, right? You would look at the window right. and go, "No, I don't know what the problem is, but you look half a zombie. I'm not opening the door. Go away." But basically, he comes to your house, and he opens the door, and he comes in. And he's got a box, and he puts it down. And he says, "This box has a button on it. If you press this button, you will get a million dollars. But somebody you know, or somebody somebody you don't know, will fucking die." That's the story, right? Some random person right. somewhere in the world cacks. Right. Now, if you've seen this Twilight Zone episode, you know that the gimmick is somebody else is getting this box too. And one day you're going to be the person they don't know that fucking gets cacked, right? Right. So the, the gimmick in this one is that it doesn't kill you, but somebody you love, something horrible happens to them. 
right? Uh, they get yeah. hurt. Uh, or or he comes and says somebody you know is going to die unless you kill your wife or something. That seems to be the recurring theme. Unless you kill your wife, bad shit's going to happen, right? But somewhere along the way, this little moral dilemma story turns into something that is completely batshit crazy. Like something on the sci-fi channel. Even worse than the sci-fi channel. It, they somehow tie it into the lunar landing, and that's released like a flock of fucking angels that are coming to Earth to judge us all, and this box is part of their judging criteria, and there's like mystical waterfalls and shit that you wander into, and then you get judged in there, and then maybe you go to hell, maybe you don't, nobody really fucking knows, because the guy goes in, he comes out, and he, nothing happened, right? <laughs> They're like, you must choose a gate, it will determine your fate. He goes into the fucking gate, and he ends up back in his house. What happened? He got wet. He, he got wet, but what happened? It was really dumb. It was the weirdest. And I like weird movies. Don't get me wrong. I watched a movie called The Exam, which I thought was kind of fun and weird. And it was okay. The box is weird and dumb. And I felt dirty just for watching it. I I felt stupider for having kept it on. I was like, well, surely this is going to pay off at some point. (laughs) We kept watching. We're like, well, it's got to make sense towards the end. And it doesn't. It's just (laughs) dumb. Okay. And it's not even that it didn't make sense. It was the sense that it made was dumb. It was dumb and hurtful, and it made me cry. I was just like, wow, why are you people doing this? Who, who takes good money, gives it to people, and says, make a pile of shit. Make me the biggest, steamiest, stinky, corn-riddled pile of shit that the ten of you can come up with. Shit it out and make people pay to see it. That's what's happening. That's why I'm terrified. One of the movies I'm very excited. There's two movies I'm really excited to see. The Right, mm-hmm. which I'm very nervous about because they just started throwing that based on a true fucking story shit on the front of it. Yeah, I don't know why. It's they not do that. a good sign. And Sucker Punch. Now that's the movie Kim had never even heard of until yesterday, right? Right. And then you showed me the previews for it, and it looks pretty awesome. It looks. Sucker Punch has dragons fighting biplanes. It has a giant samurai with a Gatling gun. It has chicks in schoolgirl uniforms and power armor with swords flying through the air chopping shit up and it looks amazing it's gonna be shitty <laughs> that's all i, I, that I know it's, it's titled gonna, the way it is i know it's yeah yeah come mm-hmm. see this movie aha got you it's My. shitty you saw all the cool shit in the trailer sorry i don't know i'm hoping that's not the case but <sighs> i don't know. only time will tell i don't know, I don't know. we'll see you're right for my next, next story. story. I can't believe you hurt me like that. A uh, mystery illness striking down men after sex could be occurring because they are allergic to themselves. That's a horror story, right? Men who come yes. down with flu-like symptoms after an orgasm are probably suffering an allergic reaction to their own semen, according to Dutch researchers. Men with the condition known as post-orgasmic illness syndrome, or POIS, usually suffer from symptoms including fever, runny nose, extreme fatigue, and burning eyes. They come on straight after climax and can last up to a week. I like how you have everything like all the dire information capitalized. It's horrifying. (laughs) I would kill myself. I I would actually kill myself. Did they make sure that they weren't using that KY jelly that smells like a freaking campfire? Because that will make your eyes tear (laughs) up and make you not feel so good afterwards. I don't care who's using it. For a week? It's just got to be in the same room. I, I can't even imagine every every time you squirt a little semen, you're down for a week. I know. It's I'm thinking it would definitely make horrifying. you think twice the next time, right? Oh, yeah. You would definitely, there would be no one night stands. You're like, no, you here's think the deal. Claritin works for that? 
Apparently it doesn't. Zyrtec? Shit, I don't know. But it's terrifying. You have an allergic reaction that's going on in your penis. Inside of your penis. No. It's really not a good thing. Well, you know, is that... Do you think that's indicative of another problem? There's something wrong with their semen? And like what? So, it's I don't know. Maybe they're not it burns fit like acid? to procreate. <laughs> Guess what? It's like survival of the You're no good. Yes. But you know Something's how much... wrong with you. Move along. Think about like, okay, like normal people occasionally have just like one-off sex. You're like, eh, we're just going to have sex. We both are kind of tired, but we're going to do it anyway. Right? And you have sex and it's sex, so it's not bad. But it's not, nobody's toes are curling and your brain didn't erupt, right? Right. But if I knew that every every time I had sex, I was going to be sick for a week, there's going to be acrobatics going on. I'm going to be fucking all high on ether and roofies and shit. It's going to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be every every it's time. Like you better make it be, worth it. Every time has to be the best sex you've ever had because you're going to be sick for a week after you do this. Well, okay, so they've told us about the condition. Have they said what they suspect might help these people? They don't know, because this just, I mean, this is one of those things that apparently just now enough people have it that they actually started looking into it, right? Which I find hard to believe, because if I was a guy and every time I had sex I was sick for a week, I'd be in the doctor the second Come time. On. The it's second one of those time. things a guy would not want to admit. No way. Untrue. Anything that appears that it's going to negatively fuck up your sex life, dudes go to the doctor dudes will go you know what i'm saying that's why most a lot of guys i was reading a story about this today a lot of guys the they get diabetes and the first time they go to the doctor is when their dick stops working they've already lost sight in one eye they got a foot half rotted off they're missing two fingers but it's when the dick starts to malfunction Surely they're having problems they with go. that well before they're losing lives. i don't know come don't on know. your dick is very is very blood hungry it, it, it starves the rest that. of the body it's like no way no yeah. way but the the fact, like I said, I, I I just can't even imagine it. I can't even imagine it. You have to be like Sting and learn not to to control your stuff so it doesn't come out. You You're have like, to like pop a couple Benadryl before you do it. I don't know if that would help either. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I wonder if. See, no, it, I it won't matter what you do because I was I was thinking maybe you could like you know throw a cock ring on down real low and tight and keep it from coming out of your body. Right. I don't think. But it won't eventually matter. it's got to come out. Well, right? the thing is, still, no, even the release well, of it or the buildup. Kind of, because it'll you'll have retrograde and it'll go back up into your uh, bladder. Is what Ooh, happens well, that it. can't be good. That'll make you even sicker. Wouldn't well, it? I'm thinking once it gets in your bladder, it gets all sterilized. You know what I'm saying? Because your urine's all sterile. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll you just fucking... set yourself up for a giant bladder but infection. Th- I think the problem actually happens even before it gets there. Because once you're, you know, once your balls start making the juice, it's like, oh, look at that. I'm allergic to that. Great. That was a bummer. A full-on bummer. Science, get on this. This is a real problem. Get it fixed. And millions of dollars will be spent in the next month. Yes, because it's important. All right, here's my last story. An owl attack has left a four-pound chihuahua with a healthy fear of the dark. The attack happened when Chico the chihuahua was out for a walk with his owner, George Calamiris of the Chicago suburb of Crystal Lake last week. Calamir says they were walking down the street when a great horned owl swept down and tried to fly away with the three-year-old dog. Calamir said he kept a firm grip on Chico's leash as the bird dragged the dog across the sidewalk, and he managed to scare the owl away. <laughs> that would be some scary shit. I would have liked to have seen a chihuahua kite. 
Yeah, that's not nice. <laughs> the Chihuahua had to be treated for puncture wounds. The the owl got up in it. Yeah, that's not nice because owls have some serious talons. Yeah, they're pretty hardcore about would it. Hurt. Well, do you remember? But you know, Chica was probably styling. <laughs> probably had you know it's cold in Chicago. He probably had like like strip a coat on. I don't know. I saw a picture. Maybe of Chico. He looked like a he's, tiny little lamb. He doesn't look like he's styling. He just looks like he's a dude. He's just like I don't even have a I don't even have a coat. I'm just not walking. But it reminded me of we were out swimming a couple of years ago. Remember that? And the hawk started swooping. Yes. And Cheryl's like, I gotta get fucking undercover because that is not cool. Yes. The hawk was like, I want to snatch well, me Well, we suspected that the hawks were after the baby kitty outside. And uh, you know, you gotta watch those big giant birds, especially when they're predatorial like that. And I guess in the winter time, you know, the Midwest and east coast have been particularly hit hard with winter yeah. weather this yeah. year so it's probably slim pickings for little mr owl cole would like to correct you and say that crystal lake is nowhere near fucking chicago at least two hours away that's what you're saying okay well it says the chicago suburb of crystal lake well apparently they're being so there generous. you go i think every place in illinois likes to pretend it's a suburb of chicago you know I, mean? I think they do that a lot, though. East, Anytime East there's St. something, Louis you, is like, you, oh, we're a suburb. Right, Chicago. you pick the largest recognizable city name. Yeah. But I, I do think that would be wild. You just walk in your dog, and a fucking owl comes screeching out of the air and snatches it. That's a pretty brazen ass owl, too. You know, because you even if he was like, I bet I can get that chihuahua, he'd also be like, oh, there's a two hundred pound dude not too far from the chihuahua. Well, do you think Chico really appreciated the tug of war that must have happened? Well, I think he probably I mean, appreciated really? it a lot more than getting taken back to the nest and turned into owl pellets. Probably, but while he was right in the thick of it, he was probably oh, yeah, like, "Wow, that's smart." Uh, it does suck. It does suck when you're injured and people are like yanking on you, like, "Oh, this isn't working out." Aww. But you know, Chico's gonna be fine. Why couldn't it have happened to the nasty little chihuahua down the street? I hate I'll put a little red target dog. on his little back. Just, this is just the... right for that. I'll paint a, a mouse on his back or something. A little tattoo. Yeah, chihuahuas, in my opinion, have as bad of a reputation as pit bulls. And it's not because mm. they're all mean, but there's enough of them that are mean. And everybody's grandma had a chihuahua at one time or another that was mean. That, you know, you just don't want to mess with it. You know what I mean? They look cute and all. They're like, oh, I'm a chihuahua. I'm hanging out. Blah, blah, blah. But everybody's had the chihuahua that bites, and, and it bites viciously. Well, and this one never is never on a leash, so he's perfect owl pickings. It, it would be nice if the dog was outside playing, and the fucking hawk just swooped down and snatched his ass because he's a dick. He comes to my yard and barks at me. It tries I, to I bite just, people, and he yeah, I don't like that dog. And I'm fine dog. with dogs that bark at me from the the confines of their own yard. I mean, I don't like it, but I understand it's your yard. I get it. Right, I'm too close to your well, yard. Sure, I get away. But when you come to my house and bark at me at my front door, yeah, that's yeah. not cool. Curb stomp. That's the solution for that. Swift curb stomp. Chihuahuas, you need to work on your rep. Tell the dick chihuahuas to knock it off. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, there's stories over there. No, I don't. Good. You're gonna go play some little big planet. Chase sack boy around. Who was who the genius you think that decided to call their mascot Sack Boy? I have no idea. When you guys were telling me, I was like, huh? Why don't they just call him Scrotum Lad? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Come on, people. Well, thing two's fascination with recreating it. You know, she wanted me to teach her how to crochet in about two seconds. And I said, well, I'm, I can't show you how to make him right here, right she now. Said, well, why not? And I said, you know, an easier way to do it is just cut a, an actual sweater and sew it 
Well, that's what it looks like they did anyway. It's got stitches all around it. I mean, like sti- it's not. I mean, they. they I know, but you know what I'm saying. Components. The way you look. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So that's what she's gonna do. Excellent. All right, if they're gonna call us. We're gonna call us. They can call our Google line at two one four two six seven nine eight nine nine. Email rwtyshow at gmail dot com. Thanks everybody for listening. Don't forget you can just simply write a combo for some podcast Leave a review on iTunes. You know what to do. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. A guy you're giving a hand job down the street, tell him to. Make the show. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com.